Um, so when I was 23, I moved to LA to pursue a career in acting. And I, um, I quickly, you know, got run over by a car, uh, joined a cult, like was in a, a really sort of culty acting school, but I joined a cult, you know, separate from that school. <laughs> um, so I was just really kind of lost, you know, it was just a, a string of experiences where I, I think I was just looking for myself. Um, but the cults, I think, raised alarm bells, especially for my parents who were in New York City. And I was kind of talking to them over the phone saying, oh, I've, you know, I found this group and I'm just going every Sunday and every Wednesday to this group. And then it was like, oh, I'm going every Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, I'm, I'm going every Monday, Tuesday, you know, so you know, at first my parents were just like, oh, what, you know, what's the group and whatever. And it was, it was a religious group. And my mom was a religion teacher growing up. We grew up Catholic, but my mom is very sort of irreverent and progressive. And she always encouraged dialogue um, and sort of raising your voice. Like if there was dissension, if you didn't agree with what the priest was saying, like she would have us stand up in the middle of a homily if the priest was saying something like, you know, divorce is a sin or homosexuality is a sin or uh, abortion is a sin. She was just, she would just be like, Alexandra's up and we would just walk out of the church together while she sort of stared down the priest. So I had been raised with this idea of like, you don't just accept doctrine or dogma without questioning it. Um, But that said, like the Catholic church felt very sort of stale and patriarchal to me. And so I stopped going once I was in college. And then I, um, I came upon this, this place in New York city and I was actually introduced to it by one of the cast members of the Cosby show, which is kind of weird. Um, and he was like, yeah, it's just, uh, it's kind of a church, but kind of not, you know, it's like, we just meet in this high school and the pastor's young and hip and he's got a girlfriend and, uh, we sing like Shaka Khan and Stevie Wonder songs. And I was like, this sounds incredible, you know? So I went and everybody was so friendly and, and it turned out they had these churches all over the world, you know, um, and especially all over the United States. So I was introduced to them in New York city and then promptly moved to LA three weeks later. And they, the Cosby show guy, hooked me up with people in LA and said, you know, they're part of the same church. They're going to welcome you. And they, they were incredible. You know, I went to LA, I didn't know anybody. Uh, I was living with my cousin. She was the one person, she and her husband were the people that I knew in LA, but otherwise I was completely new to LA. I don't drive. I'm a New Yorker. Uh, so it was like, I was taking the bus, you know, to my waitressing job and to my acting school. And I felt very isolated. So when I was introduced to this church over there, I was like, great. And they don't sort of hit you over the head with all of their rules and expectations right in the very beginning. In the beginning, it's just like, oh, Trisha, we love having you here. You know, oh my gosh, you're so, oh, look how cute your top is. Oh, you know, just very sort of benign, like, um, get you to feel comfortable, get you to feel validated and loved, whatever. And then eventually it's like, okay, you have to get baptized into this group. You have to stop talking to anybody who's not baptized in this group, unless you're trying to get them into the group. Like that's the only reason why you can talk to them. And that includes your family. Like you can't talk to your parents or your siblings or anybody unless, unless they're part of, unless they're baptized into this group. So I was like, that's going to be tough. (laughs) 
I'm very close to my family. I'm one of five kids, you know, we're very tight knit. Um, and I thought, I don't know, you know, but in my first, you know, because I think it was gradual and like the psychological effects of it are just really interesting to me. Um, because I felt like this was really my lifeline to LA, to my dream of being an actor. It was my stability. It was, uh, intimacy. It was everything for me. I just thought, well, okay, I'm going to find a way around this. Somehow I'll either get my family into this group or I'll find a loophole, you know? So, um, I call my mom and I'm like, I'm getting baptized into this church. And she's like, wait, what's going on? You know? And I said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to get baptized. No big deal. I was trying to really downplay it. And the, the head of the church knew that my parents were coming to visit uh, February 14th for Valentine's day. And so I really tried to push my baptism off. It happened to coincide with that date. And I was like, dear God, let me just get baptized when my parents are not here, you know, make this slightly easier. And the, the head of the church was like, God's timing is perfect. There's a reason why this is happening. God wants you to declare to your parents that you were an adult and that you were separate from them and to show them the way you were actually lighting the path for your parents and for your family and showing them. So I was like, God, that's a lot of responsibility. (laughs) So, uh, so I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, I guess this is what God's plan is for me. So I had to call my parents and say like, while you're here, we can go to universal studios. And also by the way, I'll be getting baptized on Sunday. And my mom's just, you know, she, remained very calm on the phone. And then she proceeded to call all of my siblings because I got one phone call after another. I was like, Oh, hi, Rich. Hi, Ted. Hi, Dave. And my brothers were like very careful with me. Like, Hey, mom says you're getting baptized. But my sister who like I shared a bedroom with for 16 years, you know, was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, um, please don't use curse words with me. And she was like, who are you? Like, I don't recognize you right now. And she said, you know, you don't believe their doctrine. Like you don't believe what they believe because it was, it was, you know, again, they don't introduce you to these things right away, but eventually it was like homosexuality is an abomination. Um, it's, you know, it's curable. And my best friend in New York city is, was homosexual, you know, says, um, we're not best friends any longer, but he is still homosexual. (laughs) So it's like, you know, it's not, it was not a belief of mine, but again, to, to keep the sort of intactness of this group and of this life, I kind of just tried to ignore that part. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to address that part. Um, but I did say to one of the girls in the group, like, I, I don't know how to wrap my head around that part because I don't believe that. And so then they had all these people who were supposedly cured homosexuals come over to me and say, I, you know, I was a homosexual and now I'm married, you know, and to Sally and, I realized that it was just something I needed to, you know, exercise and get out of me and whatever. So, yeah, the whole thing was just, um, it was <laughs> a lot of contradictions. And so my parents um, actually came to California. They came to my baptism. They sat through the entire ceremony. They came to the party afterwards. And in my mind, I thought, oh, my gosh they really believe in this now. Like they're on board, you know, they sat through the baptism. They're at the party. They're playing charades with everybody in the cult with me. You know, I didn't think it was a cult. I was like, everybody in the church, we're all one, you know, maybe I can get them in here at one point. And, um, 
And the next day, my mom um, said to me, uh, let's, you know, let's go to the movie. So we went to see the movie Shine in the movie theater. And I, I just remember feeling this, this moat or this, like this divide between us that I'd never felt before. I'd always felt really, really close to my mom and really close to my dad. And all of a sudden it was just like this, yeah, this sort of silent divide. And I just wept through the whole film. Um, And when the movie was over, she brought me back to my apartment and she said, I can't be quiet anymore. She said, um, she said, God is a God of unconditional love. And she said, their God has so many conditions you have to be heterosexual. You have to be in this group. You have to be baptized. And she said, God is wherever love is present. And that can be in a homosexual and that can be in an atheist. And that can be, you know, in any form that love is present, that is God. Um, so she said, you know, to say that, that, that they hold the key or the pass or whatever, she said, I don't, I don't believe that, you know, um, and some, like, I just a light bulb went off for me. It was very quick. And I just started to cry. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. And she said, no. You know, she said, you're on a spiritual journey. And that makes me so happy. But she said, you want to look to the right sources. And she said, I don't believe that they're the right source. Um, and uh, they left the next day to go back to New York. So I felt like it was incredibly brave on my mother's part on a number of fronts in that like she allowed me to go through the experience of the baptism she stayed there with me um through that and um she told me later that she and my dad were on the plane you know coming to new york and my dad was like i'm just gonna kidnap her like i'm just gonna throw her on a plane and bring her back to new york and my mom was like nope like we have to invite Grace into the situation. She's like, I don't know how it's supposed to go or how it's going to end, but I don't want to, her to feel like we've taken her agency away. I don't want to force her into anything. So I want to be sort of a witness to this experience and then, you know, see what the spirit <laughs> visits upon us or what God wants to have happen in this situation. Um, And I really do feel like that's what allowed me to sort of come to my own conclusion. There were other people in this group that um, parents paid deprogrammers ten to twenty thousand dollars to kidnap their kids, bring them to a hotel, try to get them to, you know, they would run away, they would come back, whatever. Um, And my parents didn't go that route, you know. Um, And I think, you know it's a testament to the strength of our relationship prior to this and whatever else. But um, I do think it was one of the most loving things that I've experienced because it was, it was assuming that I know my own mind and my own heart, but, you know, also respecting me enough to say, I have a difference of opinion here and I'm concerned and this is the way I see it. So yeah, I feel like it forever changed my relationship with my mother. And it also definitely changed my relationship with um, spirituality and religion.